There she goes. There she is. That's right, man. Hear her voice because then we know we did something right. It's all good. <laughs> Correct. Yep, yep, right yep, then. yep. So we will start the show with Welcome to a Conversation with Open Minds. This show is going to be briefly about what's going on in the month of November. We're probably going to talk about uh, Veterans Day, which is coming up pretty soon. Um, and then just a few other topics from there. But anyway, I am KT, and my partner to the right of me is Mr. Randall. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good afternoon. Good morning. Whenever you're listening. That's right. You know. you be, all eight of you could be listening. Anyway. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> R80,000. You never know. That's right. You never know. You never know. <laughs> whether, you, whether you're recording for one or a hundred million, you still got to do your job. Everybody got to do their job. We're going to do it. That's right, man. So how you doing, man? Doing good. Doing good. Not much going on, but, you know, life is life. Crazy world, you know. It is that, definitely. How about you? Yep. I'm all right, man. I just want to mention before we get into anything, everybody voting is coming up. Get out there and vote. However you vote, it's your right. Vote however you feel about the system. That is correct. I want to get that out there first, you know. I think it's uh was it November seventh or eighth? I think it's November uh, one of those days. Well, it's, is it next Tuesday? Yeah, whatever next Tuesday is, that's the day. Yeah, yeah. Start there and vote. Vote your conscience. Vote your feelings. Vote your mind. Vote whatever it is you want to vote on. Just do it. Yeah, I want to. I won't sway you either way. Just no. get out there and vote. You know what I'm saying? I think that's uh one way that we can make change. So I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, not here to sway people. Either. You, know, you vote however you feel like. Yep. You deal with the outcome, whatever the outcome is. And in the words of my friend KT, use your smartphone. <laughs> That's what it's for, because it's a smartphone. It's in the title. The smartphone is only as smart as the user. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, everybody vote, man. Everybody vote. All good. Really? All right. Well, going to talk about Veterans Day very briefly. And why it's there? What happened? Why did it start? And from what little information I got, back in 1919, originally mm-hmm. uh, it was celebrated as Armistice Day. Armistice Day, yeah. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson. I guess at the end of World War One, the purpose of that was to honor the fallen soldiers of what they then called the Great War, what we now mm-hmm. World War One. Uh, and then about seven or so years later, 1926, they adopted a resolution requesting that Calvin Coolidge issue an annual proclamation on November 11th, making Armistice Day a legal holiday. Mm-hmm. So Veterans Day is basically celebrating and honoring all veterans, alive or dead, active or not, um, I guess, on that particular day, whereas Memorial Day is really more about those that have passed. Not to be confused with. So, and uh, a quick note is, I guess I I read the reason why it's in November is because on the eleventh day of the eleventh month of the eleventh hour, yes, is when World War One ended. So mm-hmm. they wanted to make Armistice Day. If I, I hope I'm saying it right, 
yeah. in that month to commemorate, uh, like you say, veterans. Right. But I did see, um, I read something, I looked it up, that 1947 was the first time they started using Veterans Day because they were using Armistice Day. Right. And, it, and it started in Birmingham. When I read uh, a guy named Raymond Weeks, you can look that up. All right. Like I saying, yeah, use your, use your smartphone, make it smart. But uh, that's when it changed to Veterans Day. And not to be confused with Memorial Day, you know, because veterans, like you said, Veterans Day is more for the veterans, whether fallen, you know, dead or alive. And just so there's no confusion, he means Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not Birmingham, England or anywhere. Yes, for all of our listeners in England. That's Birmingham, right. Alabama. Alabama. A vast difference than Birmingham, England. Yeah. I have never been to either. Have I been to Birmingham, Alabama? No, I've never been to either. No. I've only been to one place in Alabama. That's Mount mm-hmm. Montgomery. Yeah. yeah, Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's my thing. Yes. Can we move on or do we want to nope, continue with that history? Nope, we're good. Here's my thing, people, and I want to start off and preface this by saying that I am a veteran. So I'm speaking of a, from a place of of that. And even if I wasn't, you know, I just think I have strong thoughts on I was talking to KT. And I just noticed that in America, and I'm going to use that place because this is where we live, we praise our veterans when well, their soldiers or airmen or whatever they are, military personnel at the time, we praise them. We send them off to war. Man, we put the ribbons. What is the yellow ribbons on the trees? Yeah. We talk about how we want to bring freedom to, you know, we bring freedom to all these countries and we want to make them, you know, give them a democracy, whether they want it or not. We send these young people because they're mostly young people. Because I, I think, I'm not mistaken, you can't even join the military after 35 or 34. Might be so right. they want, yeah, they want young people. We send them off to these wars, we send them off to these places or wherever, and then when they come back, whether they stay in or they get out and they become veterans, they get treated very badly. Um, where We're talking about this other day, KT, where we live at. We just recently... Re- got a new veterans hospital which is nice yeah, it is. the care is better but for years we had a crappy veteran we all know we had a very bad veterans hospital and the system was bad i just don't understand how as americans we push mostly like i said these young people out they go out they fight well whatever they do for us when they come back they're treated badly i just think that if 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 you go and you serve in the military, especially if you go to war, you um, you have any type of psychological, mental, physical trauma, because we have a lot of veterans that come back and disabled. To me, you should be when you come home, you should be treated as a king. If I'm going to pay taxes and do all this stuff, I would rather it go to people that have defended this country for whatever, however you feel right. about why we're going or what we're doing or why we're doing it. I just feel like when the veterans come home, it's like, yeah, we praised you. We had a parade for you. And then years down the line, either you see them on the streets 
Mm-hmm. Either you're dealing with different types of psychological and mental problems or different types of physical problems, and they're like cast to the side and forgotten about. And um, I just want to open up with that and see how you feel about it. I just see that a lot. Um, well, go ahead. So, with you saying that, I guess for me, um, kind of looking back on the history and whatever, I felt like it was for me, I think it was like the Vietnam War is what really enlightened or shed light on the i want to say mistreatment or lack of treatment of the veterans mm-hmm. um and kind of really showed that the veterans weren't even treated like hero the heroes that people say they are mm-hmm. um and I don't, I don't know if it's a when you honor them in the beginning it's a short attention span or it's just a sh- very short feeling of yes, these guys are great, blah, blah, blah. And then after that, don't really think about them. And then even after the war, the war then becomes political, but you don't really think about the soldiers that are out there because now you're looking at it from a different viewpoint mm-hmm. so that the soldiers get lost. Mm-hmm. Even from a public viewpoint, no one's still really, and I shouldn't say no one because I'm sure there are probably families out there that have kids that are in the military that do care. Mm-hmm. And they a, have to care because their loved one is over there, right? right. Yeah. There is a general overall feeling, I guess is what I'm saying. And it, it could be somewhat media related, but not entirely that for some reason they're not cared for after a certain point. And especially whatever it is that they've gone through over there, since none of us know anyone that has seen combat, anyone that has been out there with friends and, and either not come back with half of them or not, we don't know how that feels. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know what, how that affected their own mentality, their view on life. And if you've been out there since you're 18, mm-hmm. and you come back to the world at like 21, 25, you're now trying to integrate into a world you never really integrated into. Mm-hmm. And now That's you're, true. And now you're already a different person. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> there's, there's a lot, a lot of different things I think involved with that, that, never really gets addressed because I think once they come back, they're just considered regular people. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. Um, they are people just like everybody else, but I think a lot of the soldiers and maybe less, I think in the, the last two wars, Afghanistan, Iraq, those are the last two wars. You've seen a lot of psychological problems. Yeah with veterans coming back. And and my thing is this. Um everybody if you listen to this the hundreds and thousands of that are listening to, to this yeah. that you know go look at your defense budget. Mm-hmm. Go look at your go look at you can you can uh use your smartphone mm-hmm. look up our budget for each year and see how much goes to defense versus how much goes to veterans. Mm-hmm. Now I agree veterans get they get help. Yeah. They get things. I'm not saying that America doesn't help them. I just think that it should be to the level of when we're pushing them out to go to war, we'll go to war quick. And most of the people that are, and I'll say this, I'll be strong with this. Most of the people in Congress, mm-hmm. the Senate, whatever, the president, and I'm not picking sides, Democrat, Republican is all the same to me when you're going to war. Most of the people that are sending men and women to war really don't have their immediate family in the military. Look it up. 
I've looked it up. Look it up. That's why I respected John McCain a lot. Because, I mean, whether you like his politics or not, right. he served in the military. He was, you know, he's a veteran of the military. He was captured. Mm-hmm. And he had, I believe, I want to say a son, if I'm not mistaken, that served also why he was a senator. I'll look that up. Mm-hmm. But um, I, re- I always respect him because once he made those decisions, he knew that not only was he making that decision for other people's children, men or women that were going, but he also was making it for his son right. or his daughter. You know what I'm saying? I always I I um I think I've told you this quote, KT. I mm-hmm. always look at it and I think about it. It says, um, war is a place where old men send young men to die. Yeah. And I always think about that. They send young men out there. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those young men. Luckily I got back and you know, I was able to have all my limbs and have all my senses. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't think we understand. That when they get back, they should get the same type of high quality care, assistance, um, push that they were given when they were pushed off to Afghanistan. They were pushed off to Iraq. They were pushed off to Vietnam, wherever it was. Well, you you say that. So think about it this way, too. And I know that this is a little bit different. But so you, you have a sports team and they win a championship for that particular city, that particular state or whatever. And mm-hmm. they come back, they have a procession mm-hmm. in the town and everybody goes out there and cheers and claps and is so glad to see this. This team won this trophy for us, blah, blah, blah. Not that we get anything of it. It really mm-hmm. the team and the franchise itself. We don't get anything out of it other than bragging rights. Yeah. Uh, but you would think something to that effect. And granted, soldiers don't come home in say the thousands, so to speak, like we would expect. And even if they do, that doesn't even really get televised. Mm-hmm. But that even that treatment of just um, showing them some support to say that, you know, we're glad you guys came home. We're glad however many of you left and however many of you came back, we appreciate that, that we're here when you guys come home. Kind of like just meeting somebody at the airport. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a feeling that they would get to see that, they are appreciated not just by their own personal families, but everybody else out there. And I think some of that goes on, but I don't think, like, I'll give an example. I was just thinking about this. Why is Valentine's Day and Christmas bigger than Veterans Day? Right. Why? I have no idea. It shouldn't be. They're both commercial holidays, right? Yeah. I get, I get Thanksgiving. Okay, that's one of my favorite holidays, but Veterans Day should be a huge holiday bigger to me in my in my estimation should be bigger than christmas it should be bigger than than valentine's day but it's not those days are bigger because they're money makers mm-hmm. they're commercialized you know and i just think that um you're here today going tomorrow i i see it i've seen it all the time and i've had friends that i've served with i've had friends that have had have gotten killed in the war in the iraqi war I've had friends that are veterans that came back with some type of psychological problems. And I just think that, you know, we have this hero worship in this country that when we're gearing up to go take, and I, let me use, let me have the right choice of words. Reel me back in, KT. 
<laughs> yeah. When we go to war, yeah. we have this hero worship. Like, we got to go over there. We got to defend America. Right. And we're not really thinking, especially the average American, not really thinking about, hey, I'm sending somebody over there to, they might possibly not come back. And yeah, I get you. That's what you sign up for. Right. I get that. But I think a, a lot of people are, for lack of a better phrase, trigger happy. They're, they're, they'll go to war quick. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll go to war before they help a homeless person. Or they'll go to war before they decrease taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like our mentality. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, it, it, the, the hero worship that you're saying is, and I, I almost want to say, I feel like, I feel like it's, there is a good intention in there, but the mm-hmm. short lived. So, you know, like I said, you go to a sporting event and military fellows might be there. They might even be doing a military appreciation day. Um, you know, everybody gets up and claps when they start talking about the military. And then it kind of ends right there. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I, I, like I said, I can't speak for everybody, but, you know, I get in my head, I'm getting that general impression of we appreciate you standing right here at a football game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But after that, we're kind of done. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, I appreciate you. I'm going to sing God bless America. I'm going <laughs> to sing the Star Spangled Banner. But when um they talk about raising my taxes, giving money to veterans, I, mm. I'm not that American. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, we're, like our mind is trained as Americans. Like, we don't even question it, whether it's whoever's the president. Whoever's in Congress, like when they say go to war, we don't even question it. But if they say, hey, man, we want to cut taxes or we want to give money back to the American people, which we do. Mm -hmm. It's like this big debate, like (laughs) Congress doesn't even question war and it's trillions of dollars. Look at it, people. Just look at it. Pull up the budget for the United States government. They don't even question that. But if they say, "Um, hey, man, I'm going to give you twelve hundred dollars. What was it? The. The thing Joe Biden did a couple of uh, years oh, ago, yeah. whatever, or was it Trump did it and Biden did it? Man, people was like, oh, I'm not giving money. Why should I give money to, you know what I'm like? Right. It's something, it's something wrong in that, you know, but um, like you said, getting back to the the hero worship, I, I see a lot of that. Like um, yeah. me, I don't even understand. And this is, this might be controversial. I don't even understand the whole singing of the national anthem anthem thing and i mean i get it we want to have pride in our country but i just feel like it's nationalism myself i feel like it's nationalism myself and i feel like if you doing that but you're not really you know backing these troops when they i get it when they're over there but when they come home we need if we're going to give maximum you want them to give maximum effort yeah 100 percent when they're over there and what we what Military people understand this. They call it theater. When you go overseas yeah. in a combat zone, it's called the theater. Mm-hmm. When they go to theater, military theater, overseas in the combat zone, you want them to give 100% effort. But when they come back and they're messed up, we don't want to give 100% effort to them. Correct. Unless it's a photo op for a senator or a president or whoever. Right. You know. Feel good situation. Uh, exactly. A, a feel good situation. And, you know, you say about the national anthem, the fact that it is a national anthem never really made much sense to me when you're singing it basically at local games. 
Yes. You know, yes. Yes. If your American team, your U.S. American soccer team, or your U.S. Open tennis team, or, or your swimming, or whatever the sport it is, baseball, playing a world championship against the rest of the world, I get it then if you wanted to sing it. But at every single game, mm-hmm. every local team within the United States sings that exact same song. Didn't make sense to me. Not saying you can't be proud of it. Not saying you shouldn't sing it. Just because of it being a song for the entire U.S. didn't make sense singing it all day, every day. Yeah, I just think it's tradition. I think right. it's. I, I forgot. Didn't we have a show on it when it started? I can't remember, but it was. I think it's just tradition that people just don't even don't even like uh, question it anymore because they've done it. They're 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 institutionalized. It's almost like when somebody goes to prison or is doing something for so long it just it's like a robot mm-hmm. yeah like you now know? if you were to take it away there'd be an uproar exactly even if you were to explain it why you were doing it they'd still say no that's wrong you shouldn't do that we've been doing this for how long doing this for 55 years and whatever yeah it's just and like yeah I was saying, it just doesn't make didn't make much sense to me but you know i say it is what it is when it comes to that but we and- the country is a very um, I don't know where, because like you said, they, they they with the national anthem, everybody's about that. Even though, um, when Kaepernick was kneeling and everybody got upset about that, um, and then everybody got past that, I still notice even today when people are, even though they're standing, they're either recording, mm-hmm. taking pictures, they're either taking selfies, or they're talking to each other. And I'm like thinking, if if this song in and of itself was supposed to be so revered, why are people then allowed to do that? Because mm-hmm. they don't respect then by deciding to film it or, or take a picture or talk to your buddy next to you, where most people stand there, hand over their heart, looking at the flag, singing the song. It's like either you do that in the sense or you don't at all. You can't kind of go halfway about it. But once again, that's just my opinion. But I think that, and to me, I think this is just my opinion. I want to express this to everybody listening. People think like it's disrespectful to not be prideful or stand for the national anthem, which I get that. I I stand for it. I understand that. I think it's more disrespectful to veterans, people that have served to let them come back and almost have them be second-class citizens. Because say you come back and your leg is you your leg got blown off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now you have to do some type of rehabilitation. Right. You have to, you know, whatever you were doing before, you have to learn some type of job vocation. I think all that should be, and they have programs for that. But I think that should be like push to the forefront it should be like hey man for a year not only do not only we're going to have you in these veterans programs to get your job to get you rehabilitated to get you some mental health but we maybe for a year we're going to um, give you some assistance pay your bills i'm for that if 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 i'm going to pay high taxes which everybody's taxes go up and down mm-hmm. if we're going to have a trillion dollar budget i would rather have a trillion dollar budget doing that hey man you're a veteran 
you serve this amount of time for the next year, we're going to make sure those bills are paid. We're going to make sure we, you know, they have the GI Bill, but anybody that has used a GI Bill understand there's a lot of loopholes you, and there's a lot of hoops you right. got to jump through to use that. Right. Um, You know, not only are we going to give you the GI Bill, we're going to pay, what'd you say now? That it's not as easy as they make it sound. Yes. We're going to pay your bills maybe for six months to a year. I don't know. I don't know the plan, but right. but I think that would be more respectful um, to yeah. veterans. Um, I think so. Um, yeah. Because I think it's showing a little continuity. So you're showing them that you respect them when you're sending them into war. And then you mm -hmm. also care about them when they come back. If there are any issues, you'll at least help them get back on their feet. Mm-hmm back into the world and not just brought them back and just kind of go, yeah, we're done with you, thanks. Appreciate you and move on. So yes, it, it would help to have certain programs like that there for them to deal with their not only their physical injuries, but their emotional and mental injuries that they come back with too. I mean, we always talk about dealing with mental health issues. And as I've always said, mental health issues is a wide variety of topics you can sit there and talk exactly, about. Exactly, exactly. It's not meant the umbrella of what we got to do with mental health. What exactly yeah. are we talking about? Because exactly, you know, there's not just one. There could be thirty different. There could be three hundred different types of mental health issues that need to be dealt with. So if we're going to do that, we need to start being specific about what we're dealing with. Exactly. I have a couple things I wrote down. Well, a few things I wrote down quickly that I'm going to just mention. I'm not going to go into detail. If you want to help veterans, Veterans Day is coming up November 11th. Um, little things you can do that. And if you think of some while I'm saying this, um, please share them. If you're in the position of hiring people, hire a veteran. If a veteran comes, you know, and they're on that list, because what you're getting, you, nine times out of ten, you're getting somebody that's very disciplined, good work ethic, and all of that. Hire a veteran if you can. Give to different veteran causes. Um, it's a bunch of them. I'm not going to go into detail. Like my friend Katie said, you got a smartphone. Let it be smart. Yeah, Look up those different. About, basically. Yeah, yeah. Find one you care about. Give to it if you're going to give money. Um, if you got any home projects, when I look up stuff, I look for veterans. Um, if they said, you know, served in the military or whatever, I kind of tend to lean towards those. I mean, I look into them and I check their ratings, but if they have a decent rating, they've done good work and it's a veteran, I tend to lean towards them. Right. Um, volunteer at the Veterans Hospital. We have a new one. Kids, you can volunteer at the Veterans Hospital. Um, I think all of those things are quick things. Um, conduct, if you're like you said, um, if you're, you're able to hire or you're in that position or you work for an HR, conduct veterans only job fairs. You know, so you can get them into the system. So those are simple things that you can do, yeah. you know, to help veterans. I mean, you're, you're yeah. right about that. I mean, it, it is, it does help when you want to talk about like wanting to keep things American and you want to buy things in America, then the only way you can give back is to give back to, give back locally in a sense. Exactly. Give back to the small people. Don't give it to, you know, your big stores and, you know, your big uh, companies and whatever. Give it back to Joe's lumber. Exactly. You know, Joe served in the army for 15 years and now he's got a lumber store and he needs help. Just help him out, you know? And they usually have that on their like monikers. They'll say Joe's lumber, um, uh, you know, 
proud veteran or something. You know that. You know how it goes. Exactly. And then you know, even even with that, um, even on when you said Valentine's Day and and uh, the other holiday, bigger Christmas Day, Christmas yeah, being bigger than Veterans Day. I mean, you think about it. We should be almost celebrating Veterans Day like you talk about Memorial Day. Exactly. Even the Memorial Day has turned into a day for barbecuing, kind of like the 4th of July. Yeah. We kind of don't even do that on Veterans Day. We're even talking about the ones that are still alive. Yeah. You know, and it's not just memorializing the ones that have given their life. We're talking about the ones that are still here, saying we should still appreciate you because you're still here. Exactly. You know? So almost they should almost be on that same level, but unfortunately they are not. So anyway, I guess we've drilled that one down a little deep, so we should probably just let that one go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. If you see a veteran, shake his hand, help him out, help him or her out. Tell him thank you. Tell him you appreciate yep. him. No doubt. I wonder no what doubt. back to you, but you're welcome. But you know, at least they know somebody kind of gives a shit. Exactly, exactly. All right. Um that was a good talk. I'm glad we we talked about that. That's near and dear to my heart. And I hope people that listen to this really hear us out and take heed to what we're talking about. I agree. Totally agree there. All right. So we just finished a little conversation about Veterans Day. Hope everybody kind of, I don't know, took something from it. Maybe we'll do something a little bit different. Maybe not go and see. Yeah. Uh, we just we're here to enlighten. We're not here to change minds. We're not here to tell you what to do. We just want to give you information. You can do with it as you wish. So you're right. Just recently, moving on to something else. Just recently, I went to the movies and I saw a movie called Blackout. Mm-hmm. Me too, KT. Now you know they had been for those people that watch and follow superhero movies uh, for the most part. I've probably been hearing about this one for the while because you know. Dwayne Johnson is like you know, a massive movie star um, and he's a part of it and he's playing the lead role and so I'm sure everybody started to hear that this was coming out. If you don't know who Dwayne Johnson is, The Rock, you know. You know. Anyway. Right now, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I kind of feel like he's helping, trying to revive the DC version of what Marvel is doing right now and trying to get them on track into a different way than the way they've been doing it before, which it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be good, but I'll go see it anyway. Mm-hmm. I went to see it, and, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was either going to be great or it was just going to totally flop. I was surprised by it because it was a decent story. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't... It wasn't... Special. It wasn't Man it, of Steel. No, it wasn't. But it wasn't, it wasn't the last Thor movie either. It, it, was, you know, like, it wasn't the Hulk, the very first one they did. Yeah, yeah. It was decent. I liked it. Yeah. You know, for what it was. I tell you, if anybody wanted to go see a rock movie, it'd be good to go see it because it's interesting. It was. It was. I think it did good in the movie theaters, too. I mean, I think they're relaunching, I guess they're relaunching DC for the, what, second time? so this is phase one again which i thought for a phase one movie this was it was good you know to start to kick it back off this is like their iron man from Marvel. yes so if that's what that is then it should hopefully if they go on the right track 
it should hopefully serve them very well. Mm-hmm. Story was decent. Yeah, it was. I like I like the characters. I, the Rock is going to be the Rock, of course. In every movie, he you know he does his Rock thing. He does. There are yeah. there are some corny parts to it. And there are some parts that don't look a little realistic. Not, yeah, not the obvious you know fight scenes and flying in the air stuff. There are other things in there that look a little off. They kind of go, yeah, that doesn't look real, but they tried. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, overall. It was actually pretty funny for the most part. Yeah. When the rock yeah. was in it, some of the supporting cast was actually funnier than he was. Yes. Yeah. And uh, a big end credit scene. We're not going to tell you what it is, but check yeah. it out. It's pretty. It's pretty huge. That's pretty major for DC. Yeah. But um, it was actually pretty interesting. I liked it. Yeah. 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 So I think if they, if if they build off that movie and they build off the end credit scene, I think they might have something. You know. Yeah. All remains to be seen right now. Yeah, yeah. So that was my take, man. Go see it, Black Adam, man. You like to go see it, man. If you want to go see it, that's entirely up to you. We're not telling you to go see it. We're yeah. And if you want entertainment, that might be a movie to go to. Might be, man. Check out. It's in theaters now. Yeah. So. Oh man. man. My favorite topic. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's kind of funny how we stumbled onto this, but. <laughs> We've been we've been talking back and forth about different things, and and one day I kind of looked at him and says, you know, man, if Florida man was a state, <laughs> you know, it would be Florida. Yeah, it's already a person. It's like a <laughs> mystical person. Right now, it's officially a state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking up stories about the silliest things people did in Florida. Yes. And <laughs> there are so many. You know, my computer almost blew up. (laughs) Uh, First one I saw was uh, a guy in the area of Lehigh Acres. Oh, I know exactly what I said. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He was accused of jumping naked on a neighbor's trampoline before breaking into their house. (laughs) You don't even know what to say to that. Like, what made you? Because it didn't even sound like he was high. Or anything. It just basically said that he walked up to the lady's house, apparently butt naked, mm-hmm. and come in. She said no. Because she <laughs> Of course. Oh well, I mean, yeah. She thinking, I'm not gonna let this naked man into my house. So she doesn't mm-hmm. let him in. She goes, then apparently a little later, she looks out back and he's jumping on her trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, Stupid man. What are you doing? And he has to come in again, and she said no. And so apparently he broke the window. And so she grabbed the kids. She had like three or four kids. She grabbed the kids, got into a car, locked herself in the car and called the police. And he then got into the house, but then eventually got arrested. But he did all of this naked. Mm-hmm. And he probably, when he got arrested, he's like, what did I do, man? I didn't do that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get it, man. He was 21 years old. Yeah. Arrested with burglary, criminal mischief, and property damage of more than $200. Well, my Florida man story. I don't know where you think. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right, man. My Florida man story. I had two, but I'll do the first one. I typed in Florida man, just, you know, playing around like you did. Mm -hmm. Immediately pops up. Florida man. Modern. It says modern Robin Hood. So I was like, that's weird. So then I saw the picture and I read the heading. Florida man steals a car, realizes a baby is in it. Goes back, drops the baby off safely, <laughs> and then makes his getaway. 
And if you see the picture, let me tell you so when people can Google it, it's March 21, 2018. Oh my God. You see this dude running down the road with a telephone. He got the baby carrier in his hand. <laughs> he actually went back with the kid. Yeah, he went back. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. I done stole the baby. He went back, which I applaud him for that. Yeah. Yeah, you took the baby back. He running down. You see him running down the road with the phone. I guess it was a highway camera. I don't know. Caught him. Steals the baby, drops the baby back off safely, and then gets away. Mm. I'm like, man, only in Florida, man. I guess that's why it's Florida, man. So that's that's one of mine. So Go ahead, KT. Apparently in an area called Estero, Florida. So where was it again? Estero. Estero. I know that's it, too. I know what that's it. In 2020, this gentleman, Daniel, decided to jump in a fish tank at a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> but apparently he was at a Bass Pro Shop and he decided he was going to jump into the tank. I guess they said that uh, it was apparently a high school prank back in 2011, but this guy decided he was just going to jump in and swim across. In the yeah. Yeah. No reason why. Just did it. And then as soon as they have something in the tank, they bite him. I almost yeah. said a cuss word, but bite him. And we ready to sue. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly. No other place. Mm-hmm. Well, my last, my last one was the heading said "Florida man, lucky shirt." I'm like, hmm. Oh, <laughs> did you see that one? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it said "Florida man wears f the police shirt to court." Yes. So I see the picture and I see the police officer around him, and he wins the case. Yes. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you clearly see it. It's like he has a black shirt, white letters. F the police. Yes, he did. And he won. And he won. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What was it? October 2014 yeah. in Florida. I'm going to court. I said, man. On this t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he, he chose violence. He woke up and chose violence this morning, man. He just said, this is what I'm doing. F the police. You know, only in Florida. Yeah, but this is a segment we should we should keep it going. Like every time we, oh yeah, I'm sure we drop it at the end, we'll give a couple of yeah, funny Florida man a lot of stories out there. I'm sure we can come up with. Oh yeah, it's a lot of craziness. Well, a lot of craziness out there. This guy definitely fish tank guy was just charged with simple criminal damage. Yeah, he got lucky. Yes, he did. Well, he just jumped in a fish tank and swam across. So, yeah. What did he really do? True. If he did it, but you know how totally you know did. how people like to overly, I feel threatened or he did. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You you never knows what can happen in Florida, man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy down here. When people listening all over the world, it's crazy. You never know what can happen. And they allow but us anyway. to vote. <laughs> What'd you say? I said they allow us to vote. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of vote. Yeah. This Tuesday, November 8th, <laughs> let your voice be heard. Go out and vote, people. That's right. Remember that, man. And not only do you need to vote, but remember, never stop, never stop it, man. That's keep my on. <laughs> keep on keeping on. That's right. That's yeah, man. Florida, we keep on keeping on. And we never stop, never stop. Those are key phrases, man. <laughs> key phrases. When you just get to the point where you feel like, 
You can't go any farther. Never stop. Never stopping, man. That's right. It sounds stupid, but it makes sense, though. When you're in that moment. <laughs> when you're in that moment, people, if you just say never stop, never stop, and you'll get some energy from somewhere, okay, you said and it. you'll never stop. You said never it. stop. Stupid, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody in the car right now, like, yeah, never stop, never stop. Yeah. They like, let me pull over so I can write that down. <laughs> I think it's easy to remember. <laughs> I think it's like only two words. <laughs> I know, man. I know. So anyway, that's hey. all my Florida man stories. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna close this one off and thank you all for listening to another brief conversation with an open mind. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope you were enlightened and we hope you found some of the dumb Florida stories as funny as we did. So <laughs> Next time, I want to say thank you for listening to all eight or eight thousand or eight hundred thousand of you for listening to us. Wherever you listen to your podcast, please don't forget to either hit like and subscribe so you will not miss another episode of us. And always remember when you have a conversation, no matter if it's Florida or not, have a conversation with an open mind. Mm-hmm.